Welcome to Prime Video's culture-rated collection. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis' The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately. Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby! Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. You're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. What up, what up, Fantasy Football Hustler back at you, and oh yeah, we got another Start and Sit video. This one is for the Wide Receivers Week 4 Edition. Be on the lookout for the running back starts and sits, tight ends, and QBs. I drop a video for each one of them, so go check them out. If it's your first time here on YouTube, make sure you subscribe. If you're watching anywhere other than YouTube, hop over to YouTube, Fantasy Football Hustler. Go subscribe, hit the like, turn on all notifications. We got a grip of games to talk about, so let's just get into this. On Thursday Night Football, we got the Jaguars at the Bengals. Only person I'm starting from the Jags is going to be Marvin Jones Jr. Mainly it's because no one else is getting any volume. I know DJ Chark got that touchdown last week, but he got no volume at all. LaVisca, I just don't like the work that he's getting. It's all short. It's all super dink and dunk. He's got to go like above 10 receptions and score a touchdown, I think, to be viable on a week. For the Bengals, though, Jamar Chase, fire him up. Tyler Boyd, fire him up. As far as T. Higgins goes, he did not suit up at practice on Tuesday. So today's practice, the Wednesday practice, super, super important to if he's going to play or not. So make sure you check us out Monday through Friday, Fantasy News Today, 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific. We cover all the news just like that that you need to be up on. Top into the Sunday games. First game on the slate is the Titans at the Jets. Big news is A.J. Brown. He's questionable. He's got that hamstring injury. I don't think he's going to play because I don't think they need him to beat the Jets. Why would you not play it safe? That That's just my thoughts. So Julio Jones, full go. Chester Rogers, if you're really desperate, like maybe. I'm not messing with him, though. You'll notice on some of these slides, I put flex next to the people's names. So even if they're a sit, there's someone in the right situation, I would flex them. I don't, I don't think I'm playing Chester Rogers at all. And then for the Jets, Corey Davis, fire him up. I mean, he's getting all the volume. You're able to throw on the Titans. I'm not risking it on anybody else, though. Jamison Crowder, no. Elijah Moore, no way. Lions at the Bears. This is going to be an ugly divisional matchup. The only one that I'm starting from this game is Allen Robinson, and I'm a little nervous about it. He's one of those guys that you got to start. It's not like the Lions have a shutdown corner or anything. Last week, Fields going up against Miles Garrett. Like, yeah, he just ate him apart. Lions don't have a pass rusher like Miles Garrett. So I think Fields gets more than a second to make a decision this week, and hopefully... His decision is to pepper Allen Robinson with double-digit targets. Who's with me? Not playing Darnell Mooney, just a little too fluky. And then Quintez Cephas, Khalif Raymond. I'm just a little nervous about playing either one of them. I'm, if I'm going to take a shot on a flex or something, I'm just going to look elsewhere. Because the Bears, they have been really solid in pass coverage. I'm just not messing with it, especially after the way that things panned out last week for the Lions. 
It's like all running backs. That, that's all they're messing with. And TJ Hawkinson. Colts at the Dolphins. I'm really expecting this game to be very, very ugly, very low scoring, very low volume. There's only two guys I'm going to start from this game. Michael Pittman Jr., because the guy's a beast, and as long as Carson Wentz is playing, even if Carson Wentz has two bum legs, he's still going to throw it to him. And then Jalen Waddle, like, man, if he's just going to get double-digit targets every single game, I mean, he's pretty much matchup proof. The way that they're deploying him, they're getting him a lot of high-percentage passes and giving, putting him in the opportunity to get that yak. So you got to love it. Zach Pascal and Paris Campbell, I'm not messing with it. Zach Pascal, I mean, he might get a fluky touchdown. He has been known to do that in the last couple weeks. But he's just getting no volume, no volume at all. So if he gets a touchdown and like 20 yards, 30 yards, I mean, I'm not really going to be happy because I should have someone on my team who could do a little bit better than that. Then Devontae Parker and Will Fuller, I'm just not messing with them. I don't expect this game to be really, really high volume. So Jalen Waddle, I mean, the main reason I'm starting him is because he's going to get the crazy volume. I don't see Devontae Parker or Will Fuller getting any kind of crazy volume. And if you're betting on this game, bet the under. It's not going to be a high scoring affair. All right, Browns at the Vikings. Browns have been looking solid, you know, the entire year on defense. I'm still going to lock and load Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen, though. Those are just two guys, like even with minimal volume, like they can be really efficient. Justin Jefferson can easily break one off to the house. And Adam Thielen, given the right circumstances, he could score two touchdowns. KJ Osborne, though, for Minnesota, no, I mean, just a little bit too nervous. The way they fired up Conklin last week, yeah, just kind of scares me a little bit. If he's gonna get if he's gonna get that extra work that Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen aren't gonna get, or if it's gonna be split between KJ Osborne and Conklin, just means they're gonna eat into each other's workload and he's and neither one is going to have the workload that they've seen in the past. So I'm just not messing with it. I mean, the only reason why I think KJ Osborne could be a thing this week is because the Browns are really solid, especially in the secondary. So maybe they slow down Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen. I don't know if they slow him down enough to get KJ Osborne as like seven or eight targets. And that's how many he had in the games that he was doing good. Then for the Browns, Odell Beckham's really the only guy that you can fire up here, and he's going to be covered by Patrick Peterson, so I don't even know how viable he's going to be. He's just really the only game in town. I mean, Jarvis Landry's on IR. Peoples-Jones isn't really doing anything. So I think it's OBJ and nobody else. Washington at the Falcons. Let's see if Washington can get it back on track a little bit here. Terry McLaurin, full-blown start, of course. Calvin Ridley, got to start him. I mean, Even if you are a little bit nervous about him, Washington has been one of those teams that you can throw on. So if you've been nervous about Calvin Ridley, this could be one of those games where he comes back and eats. And then Corduroy Patterson. Oh, man, he has been so consistent over the last couple weeks. He's got that dual eligibility. He's got that dual eligibility, so you can throw him in at the wide receiver or the running back spot. Probably a little bit more viable in your running back spot than in your wide receiver spot because there's so many wide receivers. But the way that they've been using him and the way they've been getting him in the dink and dunk, they just don't have a lot of passing weapons. I mean, Russell Gage, he didn't even play last week. Even if he does play this week, like, don't play him. I think Corduroy is going to be that guy who's getting like five to seven targets. Maybe it's out of the backfield. Maybe it's not. But you love that he's a PPR back. And then my sit for Washington, Adam Humphreys. Yeah, I'm just a little bit a little bit nervous about Humphreys in general. Like, he's only got volume just one of those games. And I think it's, I think it's going to be a little bit fluky when he actually does go off. Texans at the Bills you got to fire up Brandon Cooks. He is QB matchup proof. Doesn't matter who his QB is, he's going to do his thing. He creates a separation, and even someone with a noodle arm like Davis Mills, still going to hit him. There's literally no one else to mention from Houston. Stefan Diggs, firing him up. Emmanuel Sanders, firing him up. Emmanuel Sanders, more in flex consideration, you know, than, than wide receiver two. 
because his snap count has been there. Scored two touchdowns last week, and that's not going to happen all the time. So we'll see if the volume is there again. To be viable, he's got to go over six receptions, and I think he can do that easily no matter how much work Diggs gets. So, yeah, I'm really liking Sanders moving forward. Then for my sits, Cole Beasley, Gabriel Davis. Yeah, I'm just not messing with that. I mean, it's got to be a really, really deep lead for me to have to deep dive like that. So, yeah, not messing with him this week. Next game on the slate, Giants at the Saints. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. I don't really know what to expect from this game in the passing game, but one thing I do know is there's a lot of banged up players out here. Sterling Shepard banged up, Darius Slayton banged up. I think Kenny Galladay is really the only guy that you could play. But one thing that sucks for Galladay either way is he's going to be going up against Marshawn Lattimore, and you already know that is one of the toughest wide receiver cornerback matchups in the league. So no matter what you're doing with Kenny Galladay, just make sure you are pumping the brakes a little bit. So we shall see what happens, but he really is the only game in town. So that's why I say fire him up. More of a flex capacity, but either way, fire him up somewhere. Next game, Chiefs at the Eagles. Both teams are one and two right now. Kind of crazy. So Tyreek Hill, you got to play him. I don't care that he's had off games, you know, the last couple games. Even though that should be the game script for most teams to double team him. If he's not double teamed on like five plays, he's probably going to get five catches. He could go for 100 yards. He's super efficient and can do a lot of work with a small number of catches, so you're firing him up. Nicole Hardman, no way. Josh Gordon, so if you guys didn't hear, he passed his physical. He signed a contract. He is with the team. Who knows if he even plays this week? The signing did happen earlier in the week, so maybe he gets some pads on this week, but I wouldn't expect him to do much this week or next week. Now for the Eagles, the only one that I would consider starting is Devonta Smith. All right, so for the Eagles, I'm firing up Devonta Smith. More of a flex capacity, though. They should get a lot of volume, though. And then Jalen Rager, I feel like you got to fire him up, too. More of a flex capacity, you know, like Devonta Smith. But I feel like Eagles are going to have to throw it a lot. You already know Chiefs are going to be real pissed after losing two in a row. I think this is literally the first time that Patrick Mahomes ever lost two games in a row. So I'm predicting a lot of volume, a lot of passing. And then Quez Watkins for the Eagles. I'm sitting him, though, even though, like, he could literally go one target, one reception, one catch for, like, 75 yards and make it a real nice game. I just don't, I can't bank on that. I really don't want to bank on that. Next on the slate, Panthers at the Cowboys. Panthers have been balling lately, and you got to fire up DJ Moore because he is Sam Darnold's best friend. He's thrown to him a lot. He's, he's the one getting the volume out of everybody. It was him and Christian McCaffrey who were getting all the volume, and Christian McCaffrey is not there anymore. So I feel like DJ Moore is going to get an uptick in volume. Robbie Anderson, someone who has been slacking, I believe last year in week one, he had more receptions than he's had through the first three weeks of this season. I think with Christian McCaffrey out, that changes though. I did put him down as a sit because I really don't want to play him. But if I'm in a really, really deep league, you know, 14 team, 16 team league, and and I just really don't have any options out there, I'm probably going to fire him up more of a flex capacity because I do think he can do some work out there. And I think now that CMC is going to be out, we know for sure he's not playing this week. I think you can fire him up. Terrace Marshall. Just not the time for his breakout. It's going to be coming soon. We have no idea when. We know that Darnold likes him, and we know it should be soon. should be sometime soon, but we shall see. Now for the Cowboys, I mean, there's really only two names to talk about when it comes to the wide receivers. 
CD Lamb, you're starting him. And Amari Cooper, I have him down as a sit, but he's more of like a flex contender as well. He's a little bit hurt. We saw last week, he really didn't do much. I wonder if he's just out there to be a little bit of a decoy. I mean, we know his ribs are really messed up. And that's something that you really just can't heal. I mean, time is the only thing that can heal those. So I wonder if we're going back to see like Amari Cooper where he was like 50% of the games, he was great. And then the other 50%, he was like really, really low, like outside wide receiver 40 or something crazy like that. I do think it's a good offensive game though. And I am, and I am super excited to watch this game. Got two quick announcements before we get into the second half of the Sunday games. For all you hustlers out there, are you guys into crypto? You guys trading the digital currency? If not, I got two things that you got to get into. One, the Nafulo token. There's a link in the description on YouTube of how you buy it. It's a YouTube video. Watch it. It is very simple. It tells you the app to download, like literally everything. Since I got my tokens, and it is up and up and up. You guys want to get in on it. Then if you guys are wondering how I'm able to do this full time, it's because I am making money on the side from trading. I trade Forex, I trade crypto. And six months ago, I didn't know anything. It's because I'm involved with an academy that's literally teaching me the ABCs of trading, making it super, super simple. A lot of reasons why I joined this academy. Number one, to make money. Literally millionaires are teaching us what to do. And then they're telling us where to put our money. Have you ever talked to a millionaire? I've talked to more millionaires this year than I ever have in my entire life. And it's because of this academy. I don't want to work a nine to five job. And if I wasn't trading on the side and making money and bringing it in, I wouldn't be able to do what I love doing. So if you guys are like fed up with your nine to five jobs and you want to get into some passion projects, you should DM me right away and ask me how the academy works, how the trading works. Of course, it costs a little bit of money, but trust me, it is worth it. You don't have to spend a lot of time doing it either. When I first started, I was literally copying and pasting what they're saying. This is actually learning a skill that's going to make you money. When you attend class and you're watching the educators and they're telling you where to put your money, then you make money. They're not 100%, but most of these educators are in the 80 to 90% range of calling out winners. That's good enough for me, and I know it's going to be good enough for you. So yeah, send me a DM so I can tell you everything of how this works, okay? Because you need to get in on it right now if you're trying to make some extra money. Now let's get back to this show. All right, second half of the Sunday games. It all starts off with the Seahawks at the 49ers. This is going to be a wild divisional game, I'll say that. DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, you got to fire them up. I mean, Tyler Lockett got hurt last week, so that was one of the reasons why he had a down week. Freddie Swain, sitting him. When the Seahawks go up against like a couple real monster cornerbacks, then maybe you could play, maybe you could play Freddie Swain, but I don't think this week's one of those weeks. For the Niners, though, Debo, got to fire him up. Must. Now, Brandon Ayuk, I mean, that's someone I'm a little bit nervous about. I mean, he did do his thing last week, but we know that he's been in the doghouse with the coach. And I feel like a game like this, I mean, even if you are in the doghouse, I mean, the best way to get on the coach's good side is to really ball out against a divisional opponent. So I have him as a sit, but I also have, I have the flex tag next to him too. So it really just depends on your options and how deep you got to dive with one of your flexes. But I think that you could do a lot worse in your flex than Brandon Ayuk this week. And Mohamed Sanu, he might be getting a little bit more involved. We shall see. I'm not playing him, though. He's a sit, but I wanted to bring up his name because he might be getting more involved soon. Cardinals at the Rams. This one. Battle of the three and O's. The two teams that I think a lot of people think are going to win the division going up against each other is going to be wild. Got to start DeAndre Hopkins. You already know. I guess I just don't want to be that guy that sits him and then he goes off like crazy. We already know that everybody in the NFL is going to have a couple off games. DeAndre is one of the best in the league, so I know he's going to be going up against Jalen Ramsey. 
it always matters. But I feel like with a guy like DeAndre Hopkins, I feel like it doesn't matter as much. AJ Green, I think you got to fire him up. I mean, he is more of a flex, but the way that Kyler Murray's been looking for him, we already know DeAndre Hopkins is going to be blanketed by Ramsey. So I think he's going to have to go balls to the wall, throw it a couple times to AJ Green, throw it a couple times to Christian Kirk because I have Christian Kirk as a start as well in a flex capacity though. And it's just because I think DeAndre Hopkins is going to be slowed with the targets. And I think that that ends up translating to more targets for AJ Green, more targets for Christian Kirk. So kind of like it was last week. Guys, I got to sit for this game. I got to sit Robert Woods and it, it sucks. So I do have I do have the flex designation next to him because I would flex him depending on my options because there, there's a lot of players that I just don't want to play over him necessarily. But I think if you're in more of a shallow league, like, yeah, Robert Woods, probably not a starter this week. And then Deshaun Jackson. Oh, man, that was just wild. He had like three catches for 120 yards, like averaging 40 yards a catch wild i have him down as a sit but i do have him as a sexy flexy guy so if you just have no other options and he's someone that you can pick up you know to fire up in there fire him up van jefferson he's a sit he's been underperforming rondo moore i have him down as a sit yeah it was real real weird that he was demanding so much coverage from the opposing team only had a couple targets on the game and they were trying so much to get him involved they actually got him a rush like on the three yard line or something like that came up short, but the Cardinals, they're, they're trying to figure out ways to use him and get him involved, and that's something that you got to like. Steelers at the Packers. Oh, man, Steelers going into Green Bay. Woo. Chase Claypool is the only one I think you can start from Pittsburgh. Deontay Johnson, questionable. Juju Smith-Schuster, questionable. So I know my answer could change on this, you know, on Friday or Saturday. But that's why you need to be followed here on YouTube, Fantasy Football Hustler. It's also why you need to be on my podcast as well, Fantasy Football Hustler. It's on Spotify. It's on Apple, everywhere you get your podcasts. So with Claypool, I mean, being the only guy who's, like, healthy right now, I mean, that's why I fire him up. I mean, he's the he's the surefire start for me. One thing that starts, if he's the only guy in town, that does mean that Jair Alexander is going to be covering him. And it's not really good for anybody who's being covered by Jair Alexander. That dude is a beast. Devontae Adams, I don't even need to say anything about him. You're firing him up. MVS, Alan Lazard, like I, I shouldn't even put any of those guys on the list because nobody other than Devontae Adams is ever going to be a thing for Green Bay. Ravens at the Broncos, this one's going to be another powerhouse. So on the Ravens side of thing, I'd start Sammy Watkins. I mean, he's more of a flex and more kind of just borderline. Really, really just depends on your options there. Cortland Sutton, I have him down as a flex just because he, I think we got to lower expectations on him. He's going to be covered by Marlon Humphreys, one of the best cornerbacks in the league. One thing that I will say, though, now that KJ Hamler went down, I mean, Jerry Judy went down. It's really Cortland Sutton, Noah Fant, and then Tim Patrick. And Tim Patrick has been old reliable, and we already know since – Marlon Humphrey is going to be on Cortland Sutton. I mean, more than likely. I mean, Cortland Sutton is the number one. Marlon Humphrey tries to shut down the number ones on the opposing team. I feel like that makes Tim Patrick a little bit more viable this week. I really feel like he flirts with top 24 wide receivers this week. And if he gets a touchdown, that's going to make it a whole lot easier to pop in there. Now my sits. They're only for Baltimore. Marquise Brown. Say goodbye. goodbye. And then Rashad Bateman, who's supposed to be coming off of IR is eligible to play in week four. He's someone that they really, really need. We're talking about desperately. Lamar Jackson needs someone to throw to. Everyone who says Lamar Jackson can't throw when you're throwing to bums, just it is what it is. I'm not saying every everyone that he deals with is a bum, but I know that we, 
But it just it is what it is. I mean, we see the product that they're putting on the field, and we see Marquise Brown dropping like three balls, two of them for touchdowns. Like, yeah, it sucks. And Lamar Jackson's like hitting them like right on the money. It's just like bouncing off his hands. So get that man some wide receiver help. Really quick break before we get to the next game. I got to remind everybody, support your boy on the merch. 420crew.org. I got t-shirts. I got sweaters. We got the 420 crew shirts. I got the what up, what up shirt. If you want anything custom, just let me know. We'll figure something out. I got a good graphics guy who can make some things happen. We got the get kickers out of fantasy football merch. We got the IDP life merch. We got the fuck team defense merch. Support your boy. And I'm going to hook you up. Use the promo code FF420 and you're going to get 10% off everything in the store. Go check it out, guys, 420crew.org. It's going to bring you right to the 420 merch, and then you'll be able to click around, get to some of the other shirts and everything. But just check everything out. I mean, we got mugs, got little pouches for your weed stash. Like, if you still need a mask where you are, we got masks, literally everything. So go check it out. Really appreciate the support. Support the show, guys, and that's how you can do it. Get some dope merch at the same time. Hell yeah, appreciate you guys. Let's get back into the show. Sunday night football, the Bucks at the Patriots. I cannot wait to watch this game. You know that Tom Brady is going to be going wild for this game. I cannot wait. One thing I'm a little nervous about the Bucks. I mean, mainly it's with Tom Brady that, that we think that Bill Belichick knows him enough to know how to scheme against him. But either way, I don't care. I'm starting everybody on the Bucks. I mean, I'm starting Mike Evans, starting Chris Godwin, starting Antonio Brown. Now, Mike Evans and Antonio Brown, they're more of like flex candidates here. Because Mike Evans, I feel like if they are going to take someone out of the game, I really feel like it's him because it's probably going to be easier to take him out of the game. I feel like Chris Godwin's kind of matchup proof. I mean, he creates separation. Tom Brady hits him. Now for the Patriots, we already know that they're going to have to throw it. You're really not going to be able to run on the Bucks. We already know that. They've been throwing it a lot. You can throw on the Bucks. I mean, they got Carlton Davis, but they're down their second corner. So Jacoby Myers, I, I feel like you fire him up. Kendrick Bourne, you fire him up. He's more of a flex for me. Nelson Aguilar, he's the one that I'm sitting out of the bunch. A little bit nervous about the way they've been using him. Really no volume going his way. Raiders at the Chargers, Monday Night Football. I really don't know what to do with Henry Ruggs and Brian Edwards. I really don't. And it's mainly because of the Raiders and the way that they treat their wide receivers. But this year has been a little bit different. And I feel like you got to fire up Ruggs. you got to fire up Brian Edwards. I like Brian Edwards a little bit more than I like Ruggs. Both are kind of like flex-worthy guys to me. But I would definitely fire both those guys up. Now, the Chargers are a little bit tougher against wide receivers. So a lot is going to be riding on Derek Carr's shoulders in this game. That is for sure. I'm sitting Hunter Renfro. Yeah, it's not worth getting in there. And then for the Chargers, got to fire up Keenan Allen. You got to fire up Mike Williams. Like Mike Williams, I believe he was the number one wide receiver on the week last week, balled out, had those two touchdowns. Keenan Allen, he's getting, you know, the number one coverage every single game. He's getting a lot of double teams, and that's leaving a bunch of things open for Mike Williams. It's nice so far. We'll see how long it lasts. We know his track record. Alrighty, we made it through. Thanks for watching my video, everybody. This was the wide receiver starts and sits for week four. Be on the lookout for the running back start and sit, tight end start and sit, quarterback starts and sits. And then don't forget Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday. Got the live streams where I'm taking on your questions. It's going to be on YouTube. It's on Facebook, Twitch, Twitter, everywhere. And I've been answering everybody's questions. Like hundreds of questions are coming in. I'm taking my time answering every single one, just going down the list. So that's why you want to be there, guys. I appreciate you. Peace out. Are you ready, Jerry? I'm ready. I just want to make sure you're ready, brother.
Show me the money. Oh, you didn't know? Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. You put my shoes on, you wouldn't last a mile. Summertime, when it's time, I'm on the grind. Yeah, I got the ring, I'm the champ, I'm the genie of the lamp. This is the gift I was given, so I just live by my hustle. Okay, let's go smoke that joint. Welcome to Prime Video's culture-rated collection. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis' The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately. Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. We're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon. Amazon Prime for details.